All right, everybody, welcome back to the 98 Studios podcast. Today we have Jace Goodwin on. That is your last name, right? I'm not. It is my last name. Okay, cool. So, Jace Goodwin from Goodwin Studios. Um, How you doing? Thanks for coming on. Doing great. Cool, cool, cool. So we know you only through Instagram. And I think that's how most of the creative people in Utah know each other. But um, yeah, I'm super pumped you're on. We haven't had anyone from the design field on the podcast. So that's exciting. To kind of get started, what was, how did you get started in like the design field? No pressure. Just no pressure. The, the pioneer designer on this podcast yeah. for everybody. You are the pioneer designer. <laughs> I'm the designer that all other designers will be we'll look judged up to. by. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did I get Don't started in, in design? <laughs> in design. It's actually kind of a weird story. Um, if we want to go very deep dive, I've been yeah. I've been in around art my whole life. Okay. Right? And um, initially, it wasn't even my idea. I just wanted to be like my brother, and my brother did art. Oh. Okay. I was like, cool, I'll do art. What kind of art does your brother do? Oh, I don't even know if I could explain it. He's, okay. He, uh, he majored in printmaking in college. So, okay. And he's recently moved into design. Yeah. Well, I moved into design after college. Yeah. And I feel like the route that he took makes his work like really unique and like really special. Kind of cool. Yeah, he makes really cool stuff. Prolific so is, it is been, what my brother's work is, is, is like. Is design and like art kind of in the family kind of thing? There are, in the basement of my parents' home, there are two paintings. Nice. And apparently my dad did them when he was, I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry, parents. If it was my (laughs) mom or my dad that actually did those paintings. But it's like, it's the only, I think it was my dad because it's the only trace of like artistic expression you would ever see from that person. Okay, okay. And there's just these two one-off. One is like a barn <laughs> in the desert, and the other one is like a stream in the woods or something. Okay. And you're kind of just like... What? So not necessarily in the family. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say so, but my mom is creative. She yeah. wanted to go into advertising before she chose to oh, have kids and okay. do that instead. But she's got a really good eye. And gotcha. I think she definitely passed that on because me, yeah. my brother, and my sister, there's three of us, okay. all were musically inclined and have mm. a lot of creativity. Okay. Um, gotcha. So I guess it's in the family. Maybe in the family. Kind of I thing? think that my siblings and I, and namingly my brother and myself, are really the only ones that latched on and were like, we're going to take this Great. and go with it. Yeah. You know, Everyone else kind of found different ways to have it be a part of their, their lives. lives. But, yeah. um, so where did, so yeah. where did it start for you then? Like, where did you design kind of design and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, was it college? Like I said, yeah, I wanted to be an artist. Yeah. I started school and I was, I immediately applied to the art school at Utah state, by the way, mm, Go nice. <laughs> and I was kind of just drifting around. Like I didn't really love any of the mediums. <laughs> like, okay. I, I didn't want to be an acrylic painter yeah. and I, I like really enjoyed some of the other classes like printmaking yeah. and things like that. But nothing where's the was, money though? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was something that was on my mind, but nothing really felt like, like it was clicking. Like nothing yeah. was driving me, you know, when you f- find that thing that you're just obsessed with. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I was actually very resistant to graphic design because I don't know if it was ignorance, but I was like, I'm not going to get stuck behind a computer for my career. That was a cold take just (laughs) judging by how every career has gone (laughs) recently. But, 
um, the one of the professors in the design program was like, you should really think about doing design. Yeah. I think you'd be really good at it. Mm. And I was like, no way. I'm not going to do it. And then Don't I transferred to Southern Utah University. Wow. And became a ceramics emphasis. That's interesting. So you went completely left field. Not even kind of in the graphic design. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a very um, physical medium. Very. And I loved it. Like yeah. working with your hands is great. Graphic. I was there Ceramics for sweet. one semester. Oh. I feel like I got it out of my system and I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go back to Utah State. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to find I a go, career now. I remember specifically, and this is not a diss on Southern Utah or um, Southern Utah Uh-oh. University, <laughs> but for me personally, um, I feel like I acted one way when i was at utah state and when i was leaving southern utah university i caught a glance of myself in a mirror (laughs) and i was kind of like what am i who is that am i yeah like like, totally (laughs) just completely different person oh it was a because it's just such a different environment yeah totally so anyway i go back to utah state i retake intro to graphic design Mm. i wanted to just apply right off the bat to the program because i was like think this is what i want to do yeah um, and the same professor was like, you might want to retake intro because like every year at Utah state, I feel like the, it, it gets a little better. Like okay. it's a great program, a lot yeah. of creativity and good designers and stuff. Uh-huh. And I would have been left in the dust if I applied right off really? the bat. So I'm glad that I had the forethought or that somebody reminded yeah, me totally. too. Cause at the time was it, was like, had the tools like progressed a lot or was it like, what was like, why did you need to take? intro again the students had progressed a lot oh the student yeah oh, okay so he was like he was like your work is like here but this year the work is way higher. better yeah and i hadn't taken intro since two years previous yeah and so uh-huh. he was like you might want to like dip your toe in a little bit and totally reacclimate to how competitive because it was also i think by design a very competitive program oh i see um and so you know they they let a very small number of people of applicants into the program yeah every year and mm-hmm. i think you only get like two shots and then it's like oh if you don't make it on the second one they sit you down and are like let's talk about other options <laughs> you know so <laughs> Jeez. like very cutthroat clearly you're not getting this and i know yeah. a lot of other schools are just like anybody can apply you can kind of just keep for taking however courses. long you want yeah 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 but at utah state it's like you apply and you either get into the program oh, interesting or you don't get into the program damn so it is competitive it's selective and which i think drove me a little bit yeah. and as soon as i to answer your question like when did i get into design that's yeah. that's when i started practicing design but um i'd say that first year everything like kind of clicked like okay. I've, I've always been kind of um sales are like business minded and oh, I've always okay. been very creative and I always thought that those two things didn't match. And yeah. then I got into graphic design and I was like, Whoa, totally this works is like together. built for me to be good at. It feels <laughs> yeah, like yeah, so yeah. It, it took on like fast and yeah. I kind of just have been in it ever since. That's crazy. Um, and and sorry, go no, for it. No, keep going. I feel like from the jump, I kind of knew that I wanted to do branding which branding. is what i do now okay, which cool. is what goodwin studio does. and how long is that course up at utah state good right? question did yeah. i get that right yeah utah, utah state. state okay it's supposed to be a three-year program okay i was in college for six years whoa and in fact i met my wife her freshman year which was my third year, third year and we in. walked together at wow Greg, which is like Good job to her. Good job to her. Yeah, yeah. she is a go-getter because <laughs> I was just like messing around. Yeah. 
um, I didn't apply, like we kind of talked about what happened, but yeah. I didn't apply to the graphic design program until like my third year up there. Oh, okay. You know, so my, I see. my fourth year was like my first year in the graphic design program. I'm probably getting the exact numbers wrong. Yeah. Late. I see. So <laughs> I see. So you didn't start at like, you didn't go directly to the graphics program. Like you're saying you were oh. down in St. George. Yeah. I was like, you want to get all there. I, I thought I wanted to be a psych major for a while. Yeah. I was always in the art school, but I was like, maybe I don't want to do art. Because I was like, yeah. how do you make money doing, doing art? art. Yeah. And that's not, I know I'm in the creative industry, so I can't be like, how do you make money doing art? Yeah. But <laughs> my skill level but I mean, in in traditional art, yeah. it was becoming exceedingly unclear how, how I <laughs> was going to make money yeah. as a traditional artist. Yes, 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 yes. Like nobody was going to be... buying that yeah Yeah. so um, no one wanted your ceramics and that's what i loved about graphic design is you could iterate like lightning fast you know what i mean like totally the technology really i think spurred some part of my creative mind to take it and run you know and i I think that being able and i have like big adhd yeah so being able to like blast ideas out like that was something that just that's one of my favorite things about graphic design is how especially when someone's good at it they can just like, you say something and they just get it and they go with it. And it takes them like mm-hmm. a minute or two and they're just like done. And yeah. it looks cool. And they're like, I got to work on it more. But you're like, damn, I wish I had that talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. In um, fact, when I was in school, I asked one of the senior designers yeah. when I was like just starting out in the program to help mm-hmm. me with something on one of my projects. Yeah. And her name was Kat Jones. Um, <laughs> and she was like, I thought my laptop was going to explode. She was working so fast. And I was Jeez. just like, it's all the shortcuts. Do- it was incredible. And yeah. I, I remember thinking in that moment, like, I'm going to figure that out. Like, I got to get to that level. You know, yeah. And really it just takes like time, time. That's all but, it takes. Yeah, yeah, totally. So moving out of college, what did you, what was like your first job as like a designer? So, um, in Utah, we have the American Institute of Graphic Arts Salt Lake chapter, AIGA. Didn't know. And they do a portfolio review. And this is like your moonshot as a graduating designer to like get an agency or a studio to like see your work. Yeah. And so everyone's super nervous and kind of cagey, like trying to get seen. Because that's the goal. You want to get seen by a studio or an agency. I mean, the dream is that somebody that owns a studio sees your work and is just like, you're a genius. Do you want a job? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so there was a, I felt a lot of pressure in that moment. I'm sure other people like handled it better, but I was stressed out. Totally. And I got my first job, um, or I got my first lead that led to my first job there. Okay. The funny thing is that the owner of, I worked at a place called Modern 8 Studio in downtown Salt Lake right out of school. Yeah. And they were a graphic design studio or? Branding, packaging, graphic design. Yeah. All that. Gotcha. Um, you know, there's an array of stuff that they took care of, but uh, no one, I remember, um, Alicia, the, uh, at the time, the like managing director, Yeah, she, I had a conversation with her the owner's name, uh, was Randall. It was her dad. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to him and I knew that he would have a big mm. say, uh, at the time and whether or not I was going to be yeah. considered. Yeah. And I actually chased him to his car. And like <laughs> while I was chasing after him with one of my business cards, like yeah. both shoes came untied. Oh I'm my like gosh. sweaty. I'm like, like I need the show. Hey, hey. <laughs> he turns around looking startled. Yeah, you know. And I'm just like, I really love the work that your studio does, and I I, I was wondering <laughs> if there's a chance I could get an interview. Oh my gosh! And I give him my card, and he's kind of a. Uh, 
dry, you know, like yeah. he's very direct, mm-hmm. which is one Straight thing that point. Uh, the more I was around him, the more I started to appreciate. But yeah. meeting somebody, it stresses you out a totally. little bit. Yeah. He looked at my business card front and back and said, oh, Swissy. And I was like, what? And I couldn't tell if it was a good thing or a bad <laughs> thing. You know, like Swiss international Swissy. design is, yeah. a, is a very well-known trend uh-huh. um, or like uh, approach to design. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't say like, oh, this is cool. Or, he just said Swissy. He just, mm, very Swissy. And then he just left. And I was like. <laughs> didn't, didn't say anything else. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and then I followed up. Yeah. I eventually got an interview there. And okay. They, I'm so, so grateful that they decided to bring me on as an intern. Nice. Okay. And I felt like I was a little late in the game because everybody else did internships while they were in school. Yeah. I geez. graduated got an internship and so i really cared about that internship because yeah. i was like if i do a bad job i'm not going to get a job a job and i needed a job, a job. yeah <laughs> yeah i needed a job <laughs> needed the job and uh they were great i worked on a lot of really great projects when yeah. i was at modern eight a lot of packaging how and long they, were you an intern for i was oh dates are like not my strong suit but uh, <laughs> let's see i graduated in may and i i think from may I think it was supposed to be a three-month internship. Yeah. And I think it was a little later into the fall, they were like, hey, we're, we'd like you to stay around, you know, okay. if, you, if you can. I see what you're saying, um, yeah. And so uh, there was kind of this moment where I was still going to the office every day. Yeah. But the internship was technically over. Okay. But I didn't have an offer yet. And so you I was like, kind of like, are they just going to like one like, day change just locks coming? yeah or like <laughs> what's gonna happen yeah. but um alicia was actually the one that gave me eventually um, gave you a job the shot so nice big shout out Jeez. to her very big shout out and so how long so i said i know you said you're not gonna dates but from like being at that studio and then starting goodwin what was that like how long was that so i started freelancing for myself in college actually oh okay. so when i was working at modern eight i always kind of had this dual mindset of like i i'd like to figure out how to do this on my own as well yeah um and just kind of did it on the side yeah it was really like um it's like small potatoes you know at first just like everybody that starts anything totally i worked at modern eight up until august of 2020 so like Mm. right in the pandemic yeah And uh, it was kind of this moment where things were crazy and I didn't know where life would really take take me at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I would like live. And did graphic, I mean, this is a little off topic, but during that time, were you still working? Like could with COVID, I guess, since it's graphic design, do you need to go to the office? Like what's that that was the thing is like, I think by nature, uh, especially small creative teams like we had at Modern 8, like you don't need to go to the office, but there are so many nuances in communicating ideas to each other and pitching and reviewing work and getting critique and stuff that is easier. I mean, literally just from like trying to do this last like um, logo that we've been on, trying to get someone's like input over text is like nearly impossible. (laughs) They like either don't know how to communicate it and then you just go back and forth and back and forth. And so, yeah, Yeah. I can see how it's just like, Tough. Uh, that's like my everyday life right now is <laughs> how do you present ideas and get viable feedback yeah. digitally. That so helps you. Yeah. Been a big thing that we've had to figure out as I've been kind of building uh, Goodwin. Goodwin Studio yeah, up. Totally. Going so going back to kind of where you were at Modern Eight and then doing Goodwin at the same time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't called Goodwin at that time or was it? 
I didn't have it really branded yet. Yeah. Because I was just like, I guess I'll try freelancing. Yeah. And actually the story of Goodwin Studio is it really is an evolution of my personal freelance practice. Okay. Like my design practice yeah. personally. And it's funny when I talk to people about it because I don't know if my intent ever was to do the studio. Yeah. Like I knew I wanted to be an independent designer that, you know, people trusted to totally. help with their businesses and thing and companies and stuff like that. But yeah. It kind of like I think the reason that the studio became necessary is because my eyes were like I don't I can't think of a of a simile to work in this situation, but I uh -huh. wanted more work than I personally could produce. Okay, and so I I my feet quickly went out from under me, yeah. and I had to reach out to people I had worked with in the past, yeah. friends, people who are good at things that I don't specialize in, like yeah. motion, mm -hmm. stuff like that, yeah. and be like, hey, can I hire you for this amount of time yeah. to either help me pitch these logos or to do this web design or to do this motion design? Yeah. And that kind of became the way yeah. um, that things work. It was just out of like, almost out of like necessity. He's pretty much like, I need someone else to help. Me yeah, this. yeah. So yeah. like when people are like, oh, how how many people are on your team? I'm like, well, it's it feels like we're just stumbling upward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it feels like I'm stumbling <laughs> upward. And so it's, it's like, like things keep as working. many people as need to be on a project yeah. are on a project. Totally, um, yeah. And then, you know, as you continue to grow, you at a certain point, it's more difficult to not hire yeah. than it is to hire people on. Was that like kind of like transition from it just being you to hiring people hard. Cause I know sometimes as like creatives, it gets to like almost like an ego thing of like, I can do it. Like I can figure it out. I can do it myself of like, like I I'm a one man team. Like it's cool that I'm a one person team. Was it hard uh -huh. to kind of like admit like, okay, there are people that could help me in these situations. I think that um, when the work that somebody puts out is more focused, I think it's easier to continue to be a one person team for longer. So like, yeah. And I'm not, I don't have any knowledge about any of these fields because I haven't done this stuff in particular. Yeah. But um, like I have a few friends that are illustrators and they can manage uh, a larger project load because they're focusing on a very specific craft. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so great at it. Um, yeah. When you're focusing on a brand, mm -hmm. illustration, web design, motion yeah. work, Fonts, branding, all, yeah. all of that is yeah. a part of a brand. It's really all of that working together as a part of a system mm -hmm. that matches the personality of that business or totally. that person or whatever you're branding. Yeah. Um, so if I ever did have the thought like, I can do this by myself. It was probably like one day. And then after that, I was like, I'm on fire. Everything <laughs> is on fire. And I need yeah. like people need to help. help. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I just feel like I haven't always been the most humble, I would say, but yeah. I got humble real quick when I tried to do everything scale yourself. alone. Yeah. yeah. You just run out of bandwidth totally. to, to take things on. 100%. And there's all the other facets of it's interesting because I wouldn't say that creative personality types are usually those that are like cut from the cloth of business people. Yeah. I, I never wanted to be a business person, yeah. but to do the thing that I love and am the, the best at, I had to figure out the, you business, need to do the side. business side. Yeah. And exactly. So you also need people to help with work because, you know, I could easily yeah. spend three hours a day just writing emails and sending proposals to yeah, people. hundred percent. So yeah. that's kind of the hard part about being like a freelancer and owning your own business and doing all that stuff, because there's the creative side of it that you like love so much and like it like fuels your passion, and everything like that. But oftentimes creative people are also like the most 
like mismanaged. Like you said, you have pretty bad ADHD. I don't, I yeah. think I don't know one creator that like doesn't have issues <laughs> focusing. Yeah. And so, um, but the issue is if you want to do all that stuff, you also have to like do your taxes and like keep a business running and like get yeah. your food on the table. So it's, yeah, it gets hard and can definitely not do it yourself. Um, you spoke a little bit about kind of like building a whole brand. And I know that just from talking, Goodwin focuses mostly on building like brands and not just like giving like a logo or doing just like one singular thing. You want to build it up from like the base. Is that correct? Yeah. It's a, I mean, the concept of branding is one that is laughably poorly communicated by Mm -hmm. people that do branding. Yeah. Um, Like you'd think we would be better at it. Um, But I think outside of, of people who are hiring studios to do this kind of work, the general public, like when you say I'm in branding, at least people that are maybe a little older than we are. Yeah. Are like, what do you what mean? Do you do? Like, I, yeah. I told a group of people, um, my aunt's family, that I uh, was in branding, and they thought I meant like cows. <laughs> they were like, like on a ranch, <laughs> ranch. and I was like, "What? <laughs> no!" Um, which is hilarious <laughs> yeah. because my grandpa is a cattle rancher, um, and that's like he like no, it's not called like there's not a guy on the ranch that does just branding. Just brand is the branding guy. It's the branding guy. And it's me dressed like this, <laughs> yeah. like with big gum boots on. Yeah. No. So um, I don't think that there's as good of an understanding as I would like there to be totally. of what branding is. And yeah. to answer your question, it is a system. So yeah. the idea and the process that Goodwin Studio uses is really largely began with um, strategy. Okay. So the idea is... A business reaches out because there there's something that they want solved. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to scale, they want to introduce a new product, or they're literally starting up and they don't know how to reach the people that they want to reach. Totally. We're the connective tissue between identifying your audience yeah. and actually speaking to them in the way that you intend to. Totally. And that's what a brand is, is yeah. the feeling that you get when you interact with a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's emotional. Which is hard to communicate. Yeah, it is is. hard to communicate. And that's why I always am pushing um, strategy, strategy, strategy. It has Mm -hmm. to start with the engine before you build the car. Totally. (laughs) Otherwise, it wouldn't. So I imagine it is, it can get annoying when, or not annoying, just like frustrating when people ask for like, just like the basic. They're like, I just want like nothing, just a logo. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't say annoying because it is just, um, they haven't had the opportunity to learn about what a brand is. And so it's really our job as creatives to explain what that is. Yeah, totally. Um, Mm -hmm. a long time ago I was listening to an accomplished designer talk and he was like, if a project ever goes south on you it's because you have not done a good enough job explaining why what you're pitching is valuable yeah and that goes for what branding is to begin with Mm -hmm. um you know a, a, a system of visuals that all work together to to tell a compelling story to your audience um but also like if you pitch a one concept for a brand and your client is like eh we don't get yeah. it. It's because you haven't shown them how and why it works. It makes sense. So another thing yeah. we focus on is, you know, anybody can say a logo looks good when it's floating in the middle of a white page and it's printed in black. Like yeah. most things look good. <laughs> look good like when that. When they're yeah. that way. Um, but showing a brand as it would live and breathe in the world and totally. thinking through, not only like thinking through it for the client, but thinking through it on our side as well is like, 
how is this going to work totally. with where they're going and who they need to reach and yeah. the platforms they're going to be using to advertise and so yeah. on and so forth. So it's all about the details. I think oftentimes it's difficult to communicate the difference between a logo, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people think of a brand, but are calling yeah, it a logo. A logo, yeah. Um, and a, and what a brand identity is or yeah. a brand system is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, you're right. There's a disconnect between what people think a logo is because you see the logo, but you also don't see all the time it took to like get to that point of the logo. Mm-hmm. And like, if like, if someone just wrote out like Coca-Cola back when Coca-Cola wasn't a thing, nobody would like really realize it was something cool. Mm-hmm. But Coca-Cola did all the groundwork of like, building that brand and that's what makes that so recognizable yeah and i always use big brands like that as an example like when you see coke yeah you feel a ton of different stuff you yeah know? like it's about like friendship and like parties and togetherness yeah. and like that's what you're thinking of and that's because their branding team is like huge huge yeah, yeah and very intentional yeah and that's really the side of it you know i often compare it to like if you're going to a job interview, it's not like somebody's going to read your name on a piece of paper and know that you're the right person for the gig. Yeah. Uh-huh. They need to know you. Totally. And that's a brand. And that's like why the they interview you. The brand is and... your story. Yeah. Um, and 100%. that's what's so exciting about it is it really yeah. is storytelling. Yeah. Have you seen a shift in... I'm, I kind of want to get into like what um, design has turned into over the past, like even just like year or so. Mm. I think design has kind of turned into like... I don't know, like just design trends have like gone a specific way of like really minimalist and like, I don't know, clean. I'd love to get your take on like what you think the design trends are going to be for like the next year or so. (laughs) And like what you're seeing is like the most popular with like your kind of clients. Yeah. Um, So to answer the first part of the question first, as far as predicting the trends, like I'm not even going to go there, but I do think that two things influence what becomes a trend, right? Okay. So there's like industry leaders yeah. that they're, they're doing things and there is some trickle down from them to, you know, like smaller agencies, to yeah. studios, to freelancers. Like it's all, I mean, just like everybody, every idea you've ever had has been a mix of inspirations totally. from things that you've seen and experienced yourself. Yeah. Um. So I think that, when I was coming out of school um, or even in like 2014, 15, 16, like those years when I was getting into design, I, th- I call it like the Procter and Gamble brand years. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. Procter and Gamble is like a huge consumer product company. Yeah. And I, I think that because of them and like Coke and some of those other big brands that people are familiar with, yeah. the idea of a brand started to be a little... I don't want to call it cut and dry because it was so successful for those brands that there yeah. is use there. Yeah. But it was like logo, trademark color, mm-hmm. typeface. And that's that's it. it. Like our brand is blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or 100%. like if you look at like FedEx, yes. it was like we are blue and orange. Blue and like, orange. That's it. And I think that with technology and how much more personal the interactions with brands has become. Yeah. There's actually more fluidity involved now. We're like a a brand, as long as it has a consistent application, it's about what that person is feeling when they're looking at it, not necessarily the thing that they're looking at. Totally. So I think people started to kind of conflate the idea of consistency and storytelling where they thought, well, to be recognizable, 
our brand color is red. Everything has to be red. Yeah. When in reality, it's like, well, our brand is about sharing. Yeah. And so people just need to be thinking about that, when whatever they see, they're looking at. Yeah. And there do need to be rules. There yeah. always is going to be rules in branding. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a system to follow. Yeah. But I, I think that it's becoming less uh, separate and kind of stiff. Yeah. And it's becoming, especially with technology and like, TikTok and yeah. um, platforms like that, mm-hmm. there's a lot more of a spectrum of, a of, of things that variety. you can get away with. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think there's just like it literally in like the past like five years that there's been such like an insurgence, insurgence, is that the right word? Maybe not. I don't know. Of brands <laughs> that are like, there's just like such a magnitude of brands nowadays. And so do you think there's, like kind of a lot of crap out there when it comes in turn to in term to design or like as far as new brands that as have been far introduced. as new brands that have been introduced and like yeah i don't know what's your take on like um, the amount of design and brands that are out there first of all i love the word insurgents it makes it sound I'm like i'm pretty like, sure it's a word <laughs> i think it means like a, a rebellion <laughs> so it works <laughs> it does kind of um, work. I, I i dig it i think it works <laughs> like the the new rebellious phase of branding. i never went to college so <laughs> that's why um but no i i i think that it's easier for people to produce graphic design now than it's ever been before yeah and there will always be like a while ago, everybody was kind of freaking out about this company that was working on like a make a logo in like 10 minutes on our website thing. Mm. But the thought is what makes the difference. Like nothing yeah. is ever going to, at least not, I don't think in my lifetime, I don't Mm-mm. think, I don't think computational ability is yeah. going to be able to match the, a designer that understands a brand and understands yeah. how to tell that story. Totally. So I think anybody can make a logo. And for some people making their own logo is a huge tool and it's what they yeah. should do. But for the people that would really benefit from working with a creative that understands branding or a studio that understands branding, yeah. I don't think there's really anything out there that's going to touch that process and totally. that relationship between client and, and creative. Like actual person kind of a thing. Yeah, and yeah. and even when I mean, you touched on a little bit, kind of like AI and like what that looks like, because uh-huh. it is it is getting kind of crazy. Yeah. But um, I don't think you can replace that like human to human interaction as long as you can communicate what your brand is and someone can like understand that. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. So yeah, and there, I mean, obviously, technology is a big part of it, like user research and 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 focus groups and, mm-hmm. and you know getting aggregate data to, that represents what a certain audience might be interested in or not interested in. Like yeah. that's, that's something that obviously bigger agencies that can pay for that kind of stuff use. use yeah. um, but you know, we, as a part of our research phase, um, you know, we interview past customers, employees, current employees. Oh, wow. You know, if there's a, a board or a group of partners that are running a brand, like we'll mm-hmm. interview each of them to see how the brand is being perceived currently, both on the inside and yeah. on the exterior as yeah. well. And so if a brand wants to, sorry, there's a little tangent, but if a brand wants to like kind of change the way they're being perceived, do you still go that same route of interviewing everyone to kind of see how they're perceived and then you can change the way they are perceived kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, I, I call it like you can't, you can't solve a problem before you understand the, the deepest level of the problem, Yeah, you know? And totally. so a lot of the times um, people will be like, we are, you know, like we, we worked with a brand that, that had a foreign 
uh, consumer like product and mm-hmm. they wanted to launch it in America. Okay. And they knew that there was a different market in America. And so we yeah. had a conversation about some of the things that we would change within the brand so that it would land well here with as like compared to audience. previously landing with a different audience in a different country. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, we always, regardless of what we're doing in addition to the brand, mm-hmm. like packaging, web, whatever it is, we always start with strategy work. And sometimes it's just working with the client through strategy work that they've already done yeah, and then filling in any gaps that there might be as far as information we're going to need to do our jobs in the best way that we can. Totally. But we always want to make sure that everybody's on the same page and they know what we're trying to solve before we present solutions. Even try to get into it. Yeah. Just get as much information as you can. Um, Before we end, because I know we are almost out of time, if you had to pinpoint like what kind of drove your like level of like success in this field what do you think it would be jokingly but kind of not um (laughs) i i think that my the inability of regulating what i'm paying attention to Uh i think is a a tool sometimes because i can sit down and i can work on design for like seven hours and like not think about anything else yeah Um, that's not the healthiest thing to do but i do think that like when i was younger i i mistook it as like drive and now i realize that it's more like neurodivergence than it is (laughs) like me being super motivated yeah exactly um but you know i i think that like just like anything that anybody is good at like time spent repetitions practice yeah design programs are just tools Mm -hmm. and what you really need to be training is your understanding of people and Mm. like how to draw out what they need from a project and then solve that problem with design Design Um, the other thing because a lot of the times i I talk to people who are graduating or you know I, i i try to you know kind of pass it forward and help people that are coming up totally try to be there as a resource to answer questions. Um, I think that you have to just make work Mm -hmm. and I know that it's hard. Like when I was graduating, everyone was like, well, if you don't get a job at a studio, no one's ever going to hire you because if you get a job making toilet catalogs, all of your work is going to be toilet catalogs (laughs) and nobody pays anyone to do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, especially with the internet and all the technology that's out there now, like you have to just like, even if it's at night, even if it's after work, find time to make stuff that you Mm -hmm. love. Yeah. And that's how it started for me. I just started putting logo work and stuff out there and eventually people trusted me and i think nowadays just with like social media i mean there's a designer that i love that does just stuff for like instagram stories and like she makes like iphone wallpapers and like makes a killing doing it and so it's like i think yeah that kind of saying of just like just put work out there and it will be like received in like any way and in one way or another kind of a thing yeah Yeah. the the craziest thing about design is that when you (laughs) I've recently been saying this, but when you're looking at something that you think is like very simple, like an Instagram story or like mm-hmm. a bunch of posts or, or, you know, on a business page or something like yeah. that, the funny thing to think about is like, it seems like a second of your attention. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a cool post and then you're done. Yeah. 
It's somebody's whole job <laughs> to make that one it took thing. someone a week to yeah, make that like work. Somebody is spending so much of their time and energy yeah. planning out that social media yeah. feed so that you can look at it for three seconds and yeah. be like, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, graphic design is one of the, like, I think kind of one of like the craziest fields to get into in the creative space. I think like you have to be a little bit like crazy to like take on like other people's like pretty much you have to take other people's ideas and like make it alive. And it's just, right. I mean, props to you for being able, being able to do it. <laughs> no, but it's, it's what I, what you love. It's what I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. So totally. even on the hard days, it's like, I'd take that over something else. Yeah. Totally. On, over ceramics. But, yeah. I, take, <laughs> I mean, I should probably get back into it. Yeah. To be I, actually, I went to a ceramic studio and it is still very fun. I love ceramics. It's super cool. It's a blast. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace.